Welcome back to Hidden Gem. My name is Christina. It is June 9th, 3.43 in the morning, and I can't even sleep. I've been up for about an hour and a half, maybe, maybe. And the reason I'm awake is because my, my soul tribe is giving me preparation for the day, right? And yesterday... I was so irate when I got home because when I, you, okay, listen, there is a difference between psychic, medium, high vibrational energy. You can uh, relate the two or the three actually, because mediumship is kind of like a form of psychic. So I'm calling it the two, to be quite honest, right? It's like two different levels of maturity. Okay. And not everybody gets to that level of maturity. And it's not something that ego is involved with. It's it's ancestral um, wisdom. It's ancestral energy that unlocks that that other layer and level to things, right? It's not something that can be taught. You know, it's kind of like I used to go to the spiritualist church and I try every time I tried to attend um one of their lessons, it was such a chore for me. It was like, oh, I'm gonna do this. But it, it was such a freaking chore. And it was a chore for me because it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, it's it's like uh, people want to learn how to become mediums. And I'm sitting there and I was in such a conflict internally, of course, because I love the shit out of that church. Um, but internally, I was in such a conflict because it's like, how do you teach someone to be in your kitchen at one o'clock in the morning, making your infant son a bottle and turn around and see if big figure on the wall just staring at you. How do you teach someone to experience stuff like that? You really just don't, right? You just don't. You can teach someone to manipulate their energy so that way they are more in alignment with the energy that is necessary to receive communication, but you cannot teach someone how to just have these experiences off guard. And then it's like, you watch these classes, you read all these books and it drives me nuts. Like I literally have a shit ton of books just for like certain paragraphs. Like I'll read three sentences of a book and only have the book for those three sentences. It's ridiculous. But the point of the matter is it's like I'm waking up this morning and they're explaining to me and not explaining, but reminding, right? Refreshing me on the levels and layers to this. And, you know, it's like I'm People love, we are in the era of this witch talk crap, okay? 
So people love to experiment with magic. They like that whole I'm a witch thing. I know how to do spells. They get excited when manifestations happen. And then they think they're like this fucking high priestess, you know, because they can manipulate psychic energy and do devil's work because anything that requires a physical exchange or action to create a manifestation or a desired outcome is craft. It's a craft. That's where the name comes from. You have to craft something physically to get what you're looking to get, right? You've got to cut that cow's tongue, which is fucking disgusting. And how you could think that is not satanic is beyond me. Because nothing holy of white light would ever want you to cut an animal's organ in in attempts to disrupt somebody else's free will, uh, happiness, and peace, right? Prosperity. That's craft. You know, when, when you are an herbalist and you are grinding up herbs and you are pouring uh, intentions into these herbs and you are doing um, spell work or Uh, affirmations or whatever word you want to paint it up with, the intention is still there to manipulate or disrupt somebody's free will. Therefore, you are not in white light. You are working in craft. That is low vibrational energy. I don't care what word you want to put on it to make it all nice and pretty and paint it all up. Uh, It is what it is right? It's either black or it's white. There is no in-between, okay? There really is no in-between. The only strip of gray is this very thin, 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 thin line of gray where the two colors meet. And that's where you are balanced, you are whole, and you are complete, right? And if you are there, you know You don't have to do any physical actions to manifest, create, bless, or vibrate the desired outcome. And I had this amazing experience. I went, uh, I have been dealing with uh, this very low vibrational karmic for a landlord. And I had uh, been dealing with housing matters because she's just not good a per. She's not a good person. So after I had that hearing where I was able to highlight to the single justice or the first justice, excuse me, all of the time stamps of her committing perjury, because you shouldn't have to lie in the court of law if you have been doing the right thing, right? If you are right and your actions are justified, and you've conducted yourself in a way that allows you to own the position and claim the things that you have been claiming. You do not need to lie at all. So I had the privilege, the honor of working with two incredible, amazing lawyers who have been, uh, you know, deceased, through mediumship, of course, through channeling. And the work they put in for me, paperwork-wise, was just 
amazing. I, I don't even know how that happened. It was just amazing. The information that they provided, it was overwhelming to the point where I didn't even know how to properly present it. I mean, I did, but it was just like, I was like, rush, 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 get this in because I know she's about to go do more craft. <laughs> so let me not miss my deadlines, right? And that's another example of the the energy that they had me clean through this morning. It's like, um, it's black or white, my friends. I don't care what pretty words. Say affirmation. Say this. No, baby. You're either black or white energy. And if you are doing anything physical to manipulate energy in any type of way, you are doing craft. And that is not white light, right? I used to think it was, right? Like I used to think affirmations because, you know, you're right, raising your vibration. That's that still dark getting into the white part, right? It's like you're you're still doing these things, trying to raise yourself up out of the darkness. And and I didn't know that and and it makes sense, right? Because it's like you need affirmations to get your vibration high. You need to be still your your internal energy with um, morals, ethics, values, and above everything, integrity, right? That's the way you get out of the darkness. That's the way you vibrate with nothing but pure light. You put nothing above integrity. You know, you learn how to detach from ego. You stay in your lane. And believe you me, staying in your lane means you don't know other people's business. Like, period, end of story. Mother suckers think they have shit over me. Like, you know, like, I don't walk by someone and instantly know that they're playing with crap. Like, I don't know that somebody's walking by me, um picking me apart and then it's the same where I know when they're walking behind me talking about how bad they just want to pick me up by my ass you you just don't react to stuff right it's like people need to understand the difference between being psychic and being an energy sensitive and I'm not talking empath I mean purely sensitive to energy That is my first language. I am 220 days ahead of the fucking game at all times. I know you have free will. In order to stay in pure light, you don't violate free will. Admiration spells, love spells, keep her mouth shut spells, uh, cause delay spells, all those things is a violation of free will. And the thing that is is mind-blowing to me is these people claim to be high priestess and, you know, empress and I'm a goddess and I'm all these fucking things. And, you know, I, I watch YouTube, a very select few platforms, um, and I sit there and I stare and I'm just like, You would know better. It's a maturity thing, right? It's like people who send black magic to me or craft to me of any kind. 
on any level. It's like I know it's been transmuted. It's been dealt with. Your actions are not getting a reaction. Not because I can't. Right? It's because of that maturity. It's because of that grandfather, that maternal grandfather energy, right? It's that that guardian feeling when you are ready to wreak havoc. You know, it's like um excuse me. It's like the other day. So when I go into a building, any building, I either uh, clear away or, you know, like, uh, how can I explain this? So, like, let's say I'm walking into Walmart. When I get out of my car, I put myself into a um, energy of protection, right? I put uh, protection around my entire uh, sphere of energy. So that way, when I go into the store, I can stay in my my lane. I focus on what I came to that store to do. I don't give a fuck about anybody. I'm not looking at your man, even though I feel his energy staring at me and you're watching him watch me. I'm not looking at the cousin who keyed my fucking BMW at the fucking nursing training school or the one who talks so much shit out her ass. Or the one who um, uh, tried to become my ex-husband's, you know, primary attraction. You know, it's like sick fuck bitches. Nobody's worried about you. Because when I'm out in public, outside of my home, I'm in my own lane. I'm minding my fucking business. I don't worry about anybody. And that's what the collective needs to start focusing on, right? Worrying about yourself, staying in your own fucking lane. You see something that somebody has, instead of throwing shade on them, maybe focus on you and go out and get what you fucking want so that way you're so happy you can leave other motherfuckers alone. Again, this is that maturity thing that we're talking about. The difference between psychic energy and energy vibrational sensitives, right? There's differences here. It's a maturity thing. It's a it's it's like you realize what the average collective person is saying about white light is still darkness, just on a lesser degree. Okay. When when you are high vibrational and you're looking down at things, your perspective changes. You grow every second of the day. Your mentality shifts, your mind changes. You find patience when it's not deserved, right? It's like I walk into Walmart, I do what I got to do, and I get the fuck out. And some people are like, damn, that was fucking fast. And it's like, well, yeah, I didn't go to Walmart to pussyfoot around. I wasn't paying attention to what other people were doing. I went there with an intention, uh, an intended purpose. I executed, and I got the fuck out. I'm not busy staring at every fucking female who I feel might be superior to me or be something that my man would prefer to have over me, right? I'm not on the phone gossiping and dealing with other people's bullshit. 
I'm doing what I came to do so I can get the fuck going because I got other shit to do. Or whatever. Any place. Bank. Any place. So I put that layer of protection going in. But coming out, I leave all that shit behind. Right? When I get back into the car... That shit stays outside of the car. It doesn't come with me. And that's when I get to, it's almost like squeezing out a sponge. You get to see what fluid was in the sponge, right? Like if you wiped up some uh, juice and then you squeeze it, you could see the color coming out. That's the same thing when I take off that layer uh, of protection as I get back into my car. I get to know and in, in get like a quick summary of everything that was going on. Who saw me, who didn't see me, who I saw but didn't really pay attention. You know, what motherfuckers need to get a reality check and, and a clear understanding. I get to hear all that. And then I'm driving to my next destination, filtering it all out. Because I maintain my energy constantly. So that way I'm not affected by the fuckery that low vibrational people like to do. Same thing at work. I get out of my car. I step into a layer of protection before I even approach the building. Before I even get out of the car, it's there. And when I get in my car, sometimes I have to sit there a little bit longer (laughs) before I take off. Right? And then I get to digest all of the fuckery from the day, right? Like people, every job, not every job, but a a bulk of all of my, every job I've ever had going back to like kid years, there's always been that one, two, maybe three, probably more. I don't fucking know, but always at least one individual who feels like they are in competition with me. And it's like, I get this, my, my guy friend, right? Because I'm totally good with being by myself because I have a guy friend, right? I can walk into a store and not need to jump on every man that looks at me because I'm well-maintained, right? I don't, I don't have to, to think about entertaining other men because at the end of the day, I have something that is more than adequate, right? I don't settle for anything. Does that make sense? So he gives me a lot of advice and some of the things, cause I'll tell him straight out, um, very transparent with him. I'll tell him something and he'll be like, Oh man, you ruffle feathers. You try not to ruffle feathers. And it's like, what the fuck does that mean? Ruffle feathers. And then I started paying attention because I never used to pay attention. You know, he'd say things and I'd be like, I'm not doing that. So it's irrelevant. I started paying attention. And it's like people think that um, those workers who keep their head down and they just work. Right. Because that's the that's the morals and, and, and uh, work ethics that I have. You pay me by the hour. I'm not there to fuck around. I'm there to work. Because if I need to just fuck around, that's the shit you do at home. Right? Since 14, I've, no, oh my God. 
1993, I started working. Okay, that's that's how long ago I started working. I started working in a convenience store for my stepfather uh, in New Bedford in 1993. That's third grade. And when I went to work with my stepfather, there was no fucking around. You fucking went into the store. You stocked the shelves the correct way. You broke down boxes. You took them out. You fucking, you handled shit the whole time you were in that store. Yeah, you took your breaks, but you got right back up and you fucking went back to work. That is my work ethics. And that has been in, that's been bestilled in me by my stepfather since 1993. And nobody, no matter what the fuck you got going on in your lane, is going to alter or change my work habits. It's who the fuck I am. It is now a part of my DNA. It's coded in me right? So when you go to work and people see you working, other people tend to feel like their feathers are getting ruffled. That's not a reflection of the person who's fucking working. That's a reflection of the person whose feathers are ruffled. Because if you were staying in your fucking lane, working, you wouldn't give a fuck what other people are doing or what the hell's going on or who's doing what. It's none of your business. It has nothing to do with you. You're working. That's my unfortunate mindset, right? And it's like every time I try to scale back, blend in with the other coworkers, It doesn't work for me, right? Because then I realize I'd rather just be here to work. Because personally, I can read you and I can experience your energy. And while I'm not reading you, while I'm interacting with you, when I leave and I get in my car and I drive away, even if we didn't interact with you, the energy gets filtered out of mine and I still know anyway. And yeah, I'll, uh, I like to just delete, you know, like, you know how like if you have emails You don't have to read them to know you don't need to see them. You can just delete them. That's what I do with people's energy. That's how I'm able to work a full-time job and not be invasive with the people I work with. Because when I get in my car, I just delete, 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 delete. I don't give a fuck. I don't need to know. Delete, 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 delete. And then there's one with a big red explanation, high priority, from my soul tribe, like, you are not fucking deleting this one, you're going to know, but the rest I'll just delete, 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 because I don't need to know. If you are verbally not communicating something to me, I am intellectually not making myself aware of it, and if I ever come off and say something that makes you feel like I am aware of something, I assure you, that is just a divine divine uh, guidance. That's just divine uh, order, right? Because I am always able to interact and engage and I'm always in service. It's like the other day I was um, 
reconciling some uh, account statements. I think I was doing Yale, which was like three pages long. And by the time I got to the end of it, which wasn't nothing for me because I was whipping right through it. But by the time I got to the end of it, I was like, you know, they're important, but there's a better way of doing this. This is not productive time uh, allocation, right? So I emailed uh, the the system uh, that we work with um, support team. And I was like, I know there's a way that your system can communicate with my system and communicate with the vendor's system so that way they already fucking know this shit is getting paid. There's no reason for, you know, I said it in a more professional manner, but it was like, I know for a fact that this does not have to happen like this. And he was like, oh my God, you must be clairvoyant. And it's like, oh no, no, no. So much more. You have no idea. So much more. And then here's that thing where we come back to the beginning of this video, uh, this session. And we talk about the maturity. And they're only comparing the two. And they're overlapping the two for me as black or white. There really is no other, right? So you're either low vibe or high vibrational. It doesn't matter what pretty words you want to paint on it to describe what level of low vibrational you are. You either are or you're not. And I'm not insulting anyone and I'm not trying to attack anyone. I'm simply channeling very high vibrational energy, which was giving me that clarification. Um, Because people seem to think like, you know, it's like... um, let me attack her, your platform. Let me uh, learn something on which talk and implement it to affect your free will. And free will is not just a birthright. It's divine order. Right? That is the ultimate golden rule, right? That, like... You know, they they have these commandments and all these things that were allegedly channeled information. And and that is something you have to remember. When you go, how can I? So I was on the internet at work going to like a platform and I saw something that said, uh, you know, basically the people who write our history books realize that they had everything fucking wrong about indigenous people. (laughs) And it's so funny because I totally was telling my friend Michaela about that. I'm like, these motherfuckers got everything fucking wrong, but okay. Okay. So it's like being psychic, being medium as a medium. And actually you could go on my website, divinity648.com. You can go to the About Divinity 648 page. And at the bottom, there's a video called Akashic Records. And I basically took a two and a half hour video and I squeezed it down to like 18, 20 minutes. Um, Bullet pointed the information that was relevant, right? When I was in the spiritualist church, you see how I get to kind of expand and then come back around. I'm not fucking bipolar. I'm called multidimensional, high vibrational. I don't just see A to B to C to D. I see everything all the way the fuck around. 
watch the video. It will help you understand why I do the things that I do, which drives people fucking crazy. And that's why they say, right, my guy friend, I ruffle fucking feathers. I'll be in the middle of something and off to the side. My, my Listen, I never stop channeling. Ever. I'm high vibrational. You guys call it channeling. I call it just, just fucking knowing. You know, it's back to that. I don't think you can teach someone this shit. You can teach them to be psychic. You can teach them how to manipulate lower vibrational energy. But you cannot teach them this shit. And that's not ego-based. That's maturity. That's leveling the fuck up and understanding things from a different perspective and knowing that every second of the day we grow. Not just physically, intellectually, emotionally, spiritually. Right? And I think it's sad that sometimes people will see things that are done on witch talk and be so content that they can manipulate somebody's free will. And they enjoy that power, so they stay there, not realizing that there's so much more to learn if they'll just continue to grow. Because when you become high vibrational, you realize you don't have to do any type of crap. You know, I don't have to light candles to say what needs to be fucking said. I don't have to do anything to create, manifest, or anything because I am white light. I understand that. And I understand quantum physics. I understand the laws of molecular science. I understand microbiotics. Thank you. I understand all of that shit. I understand how to not only accumulate information that is scientifically proven, but I know how to apply that shit. I can see the many ways that all that shit connects and intertwines with each other. Therefore, when I am psychically attacked by low vibrational toxic motherfuckers who smile in my face, I have to apply that maturity principle and show patience and restraint. And then the one times where I really can't, I think the fucking divine for the, the soul tribe that I have, the ancestors that I have who are able to literally grab my energy and, and calm me. You know, it's like the other day I got a channeling. I was like, you know, again, we're calling it channeling, but for me, it's just a fucking conversation. Um, it's like um, I was talking to them collectively, my soul tribe, everyone, and my ancestors, all of them. And I was like, you know, why, why don't, why is it not common? For people like us to be out in the open about who we are here among everyone else. Like, why is it acceptable to be psychics and witches and all this shit, but you never hear about the high vibrationals? 
And the response I got back was the same as why the gods do not walk with the humans. Because people people are motivated with greed, the love of power. That, that love that these people get when they're able to cut open a cow's tongue and stick somebody's name in there to silence them. That, that love of power they get when they go to the car, the, the, the cemeteries with the coffee and they do the witchcraft. And, and, you know, now I'm going back to the beginning of this, this, uh, this session. I had gone after this whole housing matter I was like, I need therapy. And for me, tattoos are therapy. I don't give a fuck how small it is. Tattoos are therapeutic. It's that that acupuncture aspect of the needle hitting the nerves that I find very pleasing. So my little brother is deceased. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to you know, go see. Uh, I went with my daughter for her piercing. She got the Medusa which was so weird to me, um, but it's fucking gorgeous on her, so I'm glad she chose it, um, but while I was there, my, my little brother was showing me things, and he was like, I like this guy for the memorial piece, so I started talking to him, and he drew something up, so the other weekend, um, before I went to work, I went to Providence, and I was seeing this tattoo artist, um, for the memorial piece for my little brother. And I it, it was like in and out, bam. No more than like three minutes, five minutes. Um, and I was like, shit, man. I blocked off the whole morning for this. I'm out here. I never get to come out here anymore. I don't, you know, get to do much of anything because I'm so like focused in my own lane. Um, I was like, what am I going to do? I was like, you know what? I'm going to have a reading. I do readings for people. I want to be a normal person and have someone read me. And of course, it's a fucking Sunday. So who the hell is going to be open on a Sunday besides my dumbass? Um, so I Googled and the only person open was this place called um, Papa Boko. And instantly I was like, OK, done deal. I'm calling. I'm calling. I know who Papa Boko is. I want to see if this guy's the real deal. You know, it's like uh, the first time I ever went to Salem. No, I'm not pagan. I'm not Wiccan. I'm not into witch, witch stuff. I don't shit on it, but I'm not into it. It's just not my cup of tea. But I couldn't wait to get to Salem, and I couldn't wait to go into all the shops, and I couldn't wait to explore and experience um, different cultures, different uh, perspectives, because I uh, respect all religions uh, for their core values individually right so I'm like all excited this papa vocal uh it's a similar uh like uh my ancestors are from the Yoruba religion and this uh is like a branch off of that somehow you know in its own form um and I was just I was like I'm trying this I went in and the experience was um nothing <laughs> that I have ever experienced before. And I was a little scared, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> um, I was definitely outside of my comfort zone, but um, he was so 
good about it because you could tell he knew this was not my zone um and he kept it very plain and simple and to the point and I liked the fact that they didn't try to sell me any like spiritual uh rituals or anything like I was really pleased that I was able to just go there for a reading and get out um good people good vibes um but he really is the real deal Papa Boko because I've read (laughs) and I know he knows this I read him before I even went into the shop and I read the shop as I was in the shop and I'm like okay you know, it's like, uh, like I told the girl at Human Resources for the job I worked at. I was like, yeah, you know, my first week, I was literally like a cat just kind of walking around feeling the place out. Like, can I, you know, is this a good play? Like, you know how cats react to a new environment or a new pet? You kind of sniff around like, what the fuck's this place about? Um, that's what I was doing. And I did read him and it was really nice um, vibes. It was a little out of my area, of course. That's not my thing, but... Um, he was the real deal, no fraud. And that was beautiful. Uh, it was a really cool experience. Um, and just amazing. So that was what I did. And while I was there, again, he's like bullet points to the point. He kept it very simple for me. Um, he respects the fact that I'm sensitive to, like, he knew my energy very well. Like, it's very exciting to find another person who can actually read me. Whereas I walk into a place, you know, I went into a crystal shop, um, and I ended up taking over the reading and letting her know, like, please stop reading the book definition of these cards. Let me explain to you what you're seeing kind of deal. Um, or even worse going to someone so many times and they keep telling the same thing because they can't see your energy clear because of the level that it's at. And um, being in that Papa Boko place out in Rhode Island, it was definitely a different experience to be in the presence of someone who um, not only genuinely could see all of my energy, not just the the lower parts, but everything, and not try to attack me was uh, amazing. So I'm talking about that because perspectives, maturity levels. You go to certain readers and they see things And if they are feeling threatened or intimidated of some kind of way, they'll feel competitive with you. You go to work, you stay in your lane, you're focused, you're there to work, right? You've got a stronger or a more disciplined um, ethic than most, whether you want it or not, it's who you are. You'll ruffle feathers, right? People will get that competitive feeling like, is this bitch out to take my job? You know what I mean? And it's it's kind of uh, it's disappointing. But then again, it applies to this whole level of energy that I got this morning of the maturity thing. Maturity is being that white part of the yin-yang. And, and maintaining balance. And again, back to the beginning of this session when I was talking about, thank God for my soul tribe and my grandfather, my maternal grandfather, 
and my paternal grandfather, um, he, he literally was, uh, calming me the entire car ride home from a place I had gone to the other day. And he was like, breathe, just fucking breathe. And it was so hard for me. And I literally watched the session with Kathy Foster like a day or two before I left this place and experienced this situation. And in that video, she had explained to me how my grandpa Lile, my grandpa Heriberto, my mother's mother, uh, the European side of my ancestry, um, she was like, you know, he's that that calm voice that says, breathe, Christina, breathe, Christina, like calm the fuck down. And here is the best part of this maturity um, perspective that I got this morning, right? It's like, remember, and this is back to the very beginning of this recording. It's called maturity levels. It's being that adult, knowing that that little kid who's trying to punk you thinks they stand a chance, thinks they're the toughest, baddest bitch on the block, thinks that they're so powerful, fucking with low vibrational craft. But it's that maturity that reminds you who the fuck you are. And the fact that you're not giving them a reaction is not because you can't. It's because you know how fucking detrimental that shit would be. Because they wouldn't stand a chance. It's that maturity level. Right? It's like looking at an adult beat on a disabled elderly woman. You're a punk for that. Right? You're taking advantage of someone who, regardless of what might come out of their mouth, physically cannot back themselves up. And maturity, discipline, integrity, core DNA structured values that cannot be shifted or taken out of place reminds you not to act out of character because maturity showed you they don't know what the fuck they're doing or what the hell they're talking about. In any way. And giving them a reaction. Confronting them. Returning the favor of, of or giving them a gift in exchange for the one they sent. That's all low vibrational toxicity. That's like me saying, I could walk in these white sneakers on clean ground, or I can walk through the mud and the grass in my brand new white sneakers with that blind mindset that I can just rinse that shit away. It's just maturity. It's taking the higher ground, right? It's called being leveled the fuck up and knowing better.
I don't do craft. I don't have to. I know that my energy is so high and so connected that the outcome that other people get isn't even a centimeter or a fraction of anything close to the outcome that I would get if I did the same exact action. And I don't have to lift a finger. I don't have to grind herbs. I don't have to do anything. Because I have a soul tribe. We all do. But I know how to communicate with mine firsthand. I talk to them all fucking day long. I give my free will into trusting them not to let me fall on my fucking face. That doesn't mean that I violate other people's free will when I see something that is intended to fuck with me, delay me, block me, slow me down. I'll play your game. I'll let you think you're winning. I'll let you think the craft is working. I'll actually flow in alignment so that way it does show you're winning. I don't mind you thinking you're winning. If that's what I got to do to get you off my fucking back, so be it. Again, this is that maturity thing. You know, it's like, um, it's like, uh, I had a, an old friend over my house and this old friend came over thinking, you know, telling me they were just coming because they couldn't afford like a hotel and they were down here for a day and they needed a place to crash. I have no problem letting my my friends crash on my couch if there's a need, right? But then it was that, can I get something else while I'm here kind of thing that kind of like left that, okay, now I'm going to read you type shit. And it's like, before they even tried anything, I think I made it very clear I'm a reader. So you should have already fucking known that I see you for what you are and I'm not fucking interested. Right? No different than walking through the store and I can feel somebody staring at me and I already know they have a fucking girl. I'm not fucking interested. What the fuck do I want somebody else's problems for? It's like, um... You know, like, uh, you don't tell your heart to beat, but it beats. You don't tell your lungs to work, but they work. You don't tell your blood to flow, but it flows because of the way that your heart beats. Right? You're not consciously involved. The average, excuse me, slow down. (laughs) Let me reel that back in. The average individual is not consciously involved in the way that their body is functioning and operating. The average individual does not consciously, uh, does not consciously focus on um, the way the air flows through their body or liquids flow through their body, right? Like when I started dealing with uh, the sciences in my lessons during my uh, ascension process into white light, 
um, they started with, um, so first the, the deities come individually at their own time and they, um, always approach you from behind. It feels like anyway, and they teach you the different ways to heal with their energy, the way that their energy heals, right? And then eventually you're able to apply them all together at once and realize that you're working with all of them, right? And then you start learning how to go deeper with that energy and how to um, work on a more intellectual uh, type of a level, right? Because, And when I say intellectual, I'm talking about intellectual realm. This is not physical. This is... Um, the power of thought. This is that energy, right? So when you are working in that energy all the time, it becomes your primary, or at least that's where I was for a while. So everything for me was intellectual. It was intellectual communication, right? It was that point where I started to realize I can intellectually conversate with people and they actually are consciously aware of the conversation. You know, it's like um, I had a, a friend from my childhood uh, and she, I was talking to her on the phone. She's like, we had this conversation, right, Christina? She's like, you said this and I said this and we were talking about this and da 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 And I'm like, <laughs> yes, we did. Not physically, but we did. And she knew every part of that conversation. She's like, oh, my God, I thought I was losing my mind. And I was like, no, you didn't. You are not wrong. Same deal with my kids. It's like um, when you start learning more about intellectual realm and um, using that as your primary realm, uh, my kids get out of line all the time. They stress me the fuck out. Not both of them, but you know, my daughter is 100% her mother, even if she doesn't want to be. And it's like, I see her shit way before she sees her shit. And I still got to sit here and try to let her be the average kid, right? Like she doesn't get away with anything. And that's not really fair to her because all her friends get away with all kinds of shit. And she's like, I can never get away with anything. Can you imagine my daughter's life living with me? God bless the mother suckers living in my house because it's like, even if it's subconsciously, I just fucking know way ahead of the game. And it's like, even if I'm not saying anything to you, I'm feeling it. I'm knowing about it. And it's like, I'm, I'm waiting for the verbal communication to follow up with it. Right. And that's another thing that people need to understand too, because it's like, you know, one, you can't psychically attack me and think I'm not going to know before you even did it. Two, while I'm out in public, I do have protection on me at all times. In my car, out of my car, different layers of protection all the fucking time. I'm heavenly guarded. And no, that's not ego. That is ancestral uh, order. It's it's my ancestral ties. Like if you go on my website to the About Divinity 648, you'll see my my genetics right and that's not my test that's my sister's test and she's my full-blooded sister so that's our ancestry okay that means i'm connected to the gods of each 
of those ancestral uh, ties, the many gods, right? The different um, religious uh, backgrounds that are the core of those um, countries, right? So when I talk about I have a soul tribe, my soul tribe is fucking massive. You know, people are so focused on not being mixed race, right? They're like, uh, you know, stick within your kind, date within your race, don't mix the bloodline, don't don't taint the DNA. And, and the reason why they do that is because they want to stay whole and complete and very close to the ancestors. Me having so many different types of ancestral ties it's like holy shit I'm connected to all of these ancestors I'm so grateful that the mother suckers who created me did not stay within their race I love the fact that I'm Scandinavian Egyptian Japanese uh, Italian um African. I love the fact that I am um, all these beautiful Native American um, incredible fucking things. It's like, a, I'm so glad I'm not fucking plain. You know, it's like, I'm so glad I have that. Can you imagine eating just lettuce every day for the rest of your fucking life? That's so boring. You want to add shit, right? It's no different. Because the rest of your life is guided by your ancestors. The karmic energy from all of their pasts is what makes you and predicts your future. And another thing that people have to understand, too, is ancestry is not physically um, associated, right? The DNA, the cosmetic DNA while we think the genes come from our parents' bodies and stuff, it's it's actually soul-related, believe it or not, which blew my fucking mind when they taught me all of that. It's tied to the soul. You know, it's like we have soulmates, we have karmics, we have uh, reincarnation, we acknowledge all these things. We talk about how in past lives we are um, still interacting with the same people we're interacting in this life like my past life my daughter was my fucking mother um which was I'm so reaping the rewards of that like I'm I'm totally uh I'm totally uh seeing the connection and all that greatness right but at two years old my daughter would sit there and be like you know you have to respect me I'm your mom and I, I would look at her and I'd be like, yeah, my mother, what are you talking about? Where did you even hear that? It's not like she heard that from my mother at that point. So it's like, what, what is going on? And she's, she's such an old soul. And then I would go at that point because I was still learning about mediumship and unfolding. Because um, this was also around the time that my maternal grandmother passed, which is when I completely stepped into my um, position. Uh, from my ancestral, you know, role. Um, but that it was at that point that I realized the DNA has nothing to do with the body. It, it's soul ties. It's soul ties. 
okay? It's the soul. It's like um, people will adopt kids at birth age and they have no idea what these kids are going to look like when they're older. And then all of a sudden, these kids end up looking just like them. And it's like, you would never know. That's because that was supposed to be their baby anyway, right? But they, for whatever reason, didn't have the child on time and somehow some way crossed paths with that child and that child became theirs. It's a soul tie. It's it's DNA. Like, like you are, it is in your, your DNA to be drawn to certain individuals at certain points of your life. You know, it's like a timeline in your DNA, where as it grows or as it expands or as it matures, it is driven and attracted like a magnet to certain situations, certain mindsets, perspectives in other individuals. It's your soul's DNA. You can't, it's what your soul drives from, right? That's the whole point of like a birth chart. Birth charts are not calculated from conceptions, my friend. It's calculated from the point of birth. For so many reasons. The soul doesn't even enter the body until it is born. Until it actually comes uh, through the womb. That, that, that cranial soft spot, the soft spot on your head. That's entry points. I don't care what anybody says. Think about it. When you're doing uh, light work, when you're working with light, they talk about bring the light into the core of your head. That's no difference than the entry point of your soul, which is why your birth chart exists. It's every area that your soul passed through before entering the body that it's in here. Think about that. You've had lives in all of those other planets which have influenced you here. That's why they want to know where you were born, what time of day you were born. Right? You need to know the location and the time. So they can project your birth chart, which is a map to your soul. Where the planets were, what they were doing, how they were influencing you. And you better fucking know that your soul passed through all that energy before it got to where it is now. Doesn't matter how long or how much time you spent in each of that energy, you were there. That's why... It's a part of your birth chart. That's all soul DNA. The way you do the things you do, the, the way you behave the way you behave, respond the way you respond, actions, lack of actions, you can break all that shit down with your birth chart. Isn't it also funny how we don't talk about any of this shit in school? We don't teach kids in the lower grades about any of this so that way they can be better people towards each other. It's like we groom them for competitive drive and fuckery instead of instilling them the knowledge that they need to be um, humble people. 
Enjoy. Have a nice day.